Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. He's in there. There we go. Good to see you. Welcome back to the Wrap It Out podcast by Musical.ly. My name is Scott Bars, and I am a rapper, producer, multi-instrumentalist, and videographer from Brisbane, Australia. And I make boom bap, psych rock, old school 90s hip hop mixed with alternative garage rock. And today, having a bit of a chat with Musical.ly to talk about uh, my debut single, Who's Scott Bars, and my performance at the uh, music festival, Rise of the Phoenix, airing over New Year's. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks for that. Thank you so much. We're so excited to have you with us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. Yeah, of course. And it looks like there's a lot going on, so let's dive into it. Um so before this started, before we started, you know, recording, um, you mentioned yourself that you also do a show. Like what can you tell us about the show you do? Yes. So earlier this year I started my own show called uh Covers in Chrome. And we we had a, a studio that was essentially a shipping container that was converted into a recording studio, tiny, tiny, tiny little room. And we would get bands in there. They'd perform cover songs and originals. And this is up on our YouTube channel, Southeast Sound. So you can see um, local bands from my hometown, Brisbane, Australia, covering some really massive songs and covering some really unknown songs. And it's pretty much just, it's just a way for local bands who can't afford or don't have access to like promotional material to have something to show promoters so that they can get themselves gigs. Um, And it's, it's the most ambitious thing that I've ever done. And I poured all my money into it at the start of this year, but um, I'm, I'm super proud of it and it's super grassroots. You know, it's, by artists for artists, essentially. Oh wow! Oh my god! You just copied. It looks like you just copied that from Instagram. It literally says "by musicians for musicians." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, doing a lot of promo this year, so I'm pretty much pretty much used to just um, doing the whole spiel off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I started this show and I do all the promotion. I do all the editing, booking. I do absolutely everything. So I'm, um, it's all in my head now because I've just been doing it for so long and doing it so often, you know, doing one episode uh, a week. I'm just used to it. And although the show's on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, <clears throat> we've been doing a, doing a podcast in the meantime, just, just doing interviews with local musicians because podcast is super easy if you have the gear and it's just a just a really easy way to um like get contacts in the music industry and do free promotion you know i uh i started this show 
before I even started my own music career because I understand that the by far the most valuable thing for an artist in 2021 is exposure and having an audience, you know? You can write the best song in the world, but it doesn't mean anything if no one's there to hear it, right? So most artists would create the music first and then start playing shows and then start growing an audience that way. Whereas I'm doing it in reverse. I'm creating my own platform and finding an audience. Then I'm creating the music and putting it out. So even if it's not that great, I'll have a massive audience, um, which is, which is half the battle, right? So I'm essentially reverse engineering the music industry. And that was kind of the idea of why I started the show. Um, okay, we're, this is weird, we're living the same lives, I mean, isn't this, <laughs> y'all, like, this is crazy, right? I mean, look at us, like, what you just said, your whole journey with your show, basically mirrors, that is exactly how this very, how this show even started, so it's like, almost oh, like awesome. You know, almost like you're telling my life story, at least for my show, at least. <laughs> like birds of a feather, eh? I guess. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the only thing is that I started mine last year, not two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started mine. I started mine pretty much exactly a year ago, almost to the day. So. Oh, really? Still, yeah, still pretty fresh. December first, twenty twenty. That was when our first piece of content oh, dropped. My- Oh my god, I was I was in August. I was in the end of August. Isn't that and crazy? That means that I was that means I was about four months before you did. I know. <laughs> you crazy, right? Just got ahead of me. Yeah, uh, lockdown everyone spent their lockdown a little differently. It seems like you and I were being pretty productive then. <laughs> well yeah, and doing it was like I was like, kind of like, I was already doing a virtual job, so I was like, hmm, I was, I was already, I, I was already kind of doing that, and I love music, so, I, you know, like, like, why not? Like, why not? Mm. Yeah, of course, why not? You've got, you've got all the tools to do it. You just need to, just need to actually do it. You know, uh, so yeah. many people see someone be successful, and they're like, oh, well, like. What they did is not hard. I could have done that. It's like, yeah, you could have done that. But, like, did you do it? No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the difference. Yeah, I didn't hear I didn't hear you say you did it. Did you do it already? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 Sorry, are you – have you got music dropping? Like, where can I find your music? <laughs> oh, that's the other also twist. I don't record music. I write music. <laughs> that's a twist, too. I sing and write but I don't record music only because of time. <laughs> That's the ultimate oh, okay. choice. So are you like writing songs for other people or? Um, I do it for myself actually. Um, okay. So I write music cool. for myself and I share it to others. And of course I get to sing in front of people, you know, my real life. Mm. And I also sing to some of the guests that begs me to sing. <laughs> I sing for them sometimes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's hilarious, though, that they enjoy me singing and they say that I should record it. It's all hilarious. <laughs> so it's more of just like a, a live thing. It's more of a live only. Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> okay, cool. Super, super niche and exclusive. You know, you're not going to find this on Spotify. You got to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, you're not going to find me. You're not going to. You're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, no. <nah>. Nice. <laughs> But to be really quite honest, though, the other thing was definitely the alone part that really was like, yep, this guy and I are basically the same. I don't have anyone, you know, just so people know, I don't have anyone right now. I don't have people that really help. Well, only have one person, and that's Dom, and he downloads. But other than him, like, I don't have anybody to, like, help me with the shows. Mm. Other features like the other parts of the show itself like promotion or like um or like editing or like hosting. Mm, mm. people have noticed that i don't have a co-host at all i don't have anybody you know here so when i'm out of ideas or like i can't i can't phone in a friend like 
Help. <laughs> yeah, help me. I think. Uh, Someone help me. Someone help me. <laughs> yeah. See, my my podcasts are edited. I, I try not to edit them because I like to keep it organic. Um, but exactly. I, I do think that uh, three people is kind of the magic number. You know, when you, when you have two, you, um, you can run out of ideas, but when there's three, someone else can always jump in with something else. So that's, uh, that's good. But going back to the help thing, I, I've pretty much been a lone wolf up until about a month or two ago. I've done everything myself, um, but I do, have, I do have an intern now who's helping me uh, with camera work and videography, but that's, that's it really. I do everything myself. Um, you know, artistically, I doing doing everything myself means that I only get to put people on the show that I actually like. Right? I don't have to answer to anyone, so in that respect, I love it. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> full, really good. full creative control. You know, I've, that is, I've yeah, that's, uh, absolutely. I'm with you. I love that too. I definitely get. It. You know, for me to do whatever I want. Like I got to mm. tell you today that I am not I'm not filming this. I got to have the freedom to I don't have to be forced, you know, to, you know, do something here that I don't want to do. So I get forced like that. I mean yeah, I don't I mean sure. I don't have to. I mean I don't <laughs> have to. I get that kind of nice freedom myself and I get to control everything. I just, you know, sometimes, you know, have you I don't know if you ever have that feeling where you would like somebody to jump into a conversation or you know, you wish you had some. You wish you had somebody to hang out with in an interview with, you know, a guest or the guest is mm. someone or something bad, and you're like, oh, help, help, uh, <laughs> someone. Yeah, someone, definitely. Someone, please. Um, and honestly, sometimes I feel like that. Sometimes, like I wish I had somebody, you know, like you or like I've interviewed musicians that also have shows, and I've mentioned co-hosting and mm. um it's just something that i always put out there you know so just people you know have you know idea of how because it's hard you know you've seen it's hard you know you've got to deal with a lot with your show of course the idea the interview questions you're gonna ask um mm. promotion putting all of this it takes you know a while for me to completely download audio files upload them to anchor put in mm. data and come come up with a schedule that makes sense. You know, it was hard for me to pick a schedule that works for everybody. That's why I only do twice a week. That's why I only do Monday, Friday, and sometimes Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sometimes even hard to make content, you know, that people will really like. So that's why I kind of made a direction of helping others instead of my own interests, if that makes sense. Yeah, twice a week is still a lot. You know, most, most podcasts will only upload once a week. So um, in that respect, I think you're doing well. And I, I assume you're uploading over Christmas as well, which mm-hmm. that'll, that'll give you quite an advantage because all, all of the bigger high-budget podcasts and everything, like the media blackout, they all shut down over Christmas. So you've essentially got the monopoly on the, on the content for the oh, next month or so. Good. Absolutely, man. You're a big brain. Yes. <laughs> Trust me, I've looked into it. I know. I know all the tricks. <laughs> that it's fantastic. That's fantastic. We're both experts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually doing a marathon. Actually, I haven't made it publicly yet. I I really should. Honestly, I will. But I made a marathon. I'm making a marathon where it'll be episodes every day starting on the 18th. It'll be episodes every day until after New Year's Day. It'll be oh Christmas and New Year's. The 18th, that's, well, that's today for me, tomorrow for you. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I, I feel like, you know, it's hard to make a week marathon because Christmas and New Year's are to, all like kind of like together in a way. So I'm kind of like, oh. Well, let's combine them. Let's just put them together into one little, you know, marathon so everybody can enjoy two weeks of nonstop episodes and everybody can enjoy everybody. Wow, that's crazy. So you've just been recording like crazy for the last month or so then, have you? Yes. Well, actually, for the past year, actually, I, you know, I know that you do it based on interest, but I do it based on health. I do it. I 
like you do it because you just find artists that you like. Mm-hmm. I do artists mm-hmm. that I feel like that I know that they need help, and that's all. That's all artists. I I pick artists, you know, based mm. on you know, their persona, their you know their viewpoint, their you know their their personality in a way. Yes. I, like I've been recording like interviews nonstop because I believe that every musician needs help with something. We're not all perfect. They all, you know, would like something like this. Some of them are struggling, you know, they need help, you know. And that's why I come in and I slide in, and I slide into your DMs and literally ask <laughs> what I can do. I do. And that's I literally, literally how it happens. Yes, that's actually how this happened. I slid into your DMs and literally asked Lily said this in the concert. Concert, I know, weird, right? But I feel like you know they need. We need more opportunities like this. You know, to be honest. Well, I, I was all for it because you know I only I released my debut single uh, just over a month ago now, five weeks ago, and it's been good. But you know, uh, my hometown, I've I've pretty much got covered in terms of promotion. I've been going out there and networking, and that's great. But outside of brisbane i pretty much have like no audience so to just to be able to be on a platform um from from canada is uh it means a lot to me um because you know i have no idea how to break into that industry <laughs> so yeah i gotta put everything out there that i can i'm gonna put myself out there and um i'm just stoked to be here really oh yeah absolutely we're glad to have you and now that you're talking about that single you know, five weeks ago. That means you're like a fairly new artist. Tell us about mm. this single. Like, I want to know, like, you know, everything you can tell us about this single. Like, um, I've only I've listened to some of it. I mm-hmm. I got caught up with work. I was like, I was I I kind of forgot to listen to the rest of it. But <laughs> a little bit, I loved it. So. So what's up with the single? What's up? So so what I can tell you first, I should introduce my name, Scott Bars. So my my friend came up with the name Scott Bars about a year ago um, because I said, well, my my real name is Scott, obviously, and I said some passing line like just a rap at a party, and my friend sarcastically said like, oh, like he's he's Scott Bars. <laughs> as in like he has bars and i was like oh that's perfect like that's that's the best name i could have possibly thought of and i, I looked it up and it wasn't taken anywhere um and it was original and easy to remember so i'm like okay perfect i'm rolling with that and who scott bars is it's the first song that i ever wrote and produced myself and i actually started working on it like three plus years ago in 2018 and then just stopped working on it for a long time. But it went through quite the process. I, I started producing back then by literally um, like stealing songs off YouTube and putting them <laughs> in, in audacity and like cutting them up and sampling them, which is like, can I swear on this podcast? Oh. Am I am I allowed to swear? Dude, do whatever the hell you want. This is explicit. All right. All right. So yeah, I was cutting these songs up in Audacity, and like that's such a fucked way to do it. Like, don't do what I did. Just skip, skip, and go straight to an actual audio <laughs> software. Um, but anyway, I had I had these demos that I made. I'd sampled a drum beat from like a Mac DeMarco song. Um, I'd sampled some synths and some vocals from a Tyler, the creator song. And I wrote who's Scott bars and, and these lyrics, uh, they don't even like reflect who I am anymore. Cause like at the time I was like getting myself off drugs and like trying to work through all that. And like, I'm totally clean now. Like I'm, I'm all G now. doesn't really reflect who I am, but I still, felt like I owed it to myself to put this song out because um, it was the first song that I ever wrote and I was really proud of it. Um, so about six months ago, um, I, I buckled down, actually taught myself how to use real editing software. So I'm using Logic um, just because it's really easy. And 
uh, I pulled all the samples out that were previously in there and just replaced them with my own samples and fully produced it myself. Added some guitars and stuff, some heavy riffing guitars and ended up with Who's Got Bars. And it's a bit of a, it, it takes a lot of inspiration from like late 90s, early 2000s, like G-Funk, gangster rap, like Dr. Dre, all that kind of shit. Um, mixed with just like heavy guitar riffs put over it, and that's that's kind of kind of the sound that I'm going to be going for. It's going to be a bit more varied than that, but this track is a good introduction as to where my sound is heading. And although it's hard to pin down exactly what my music sounds like, I'd have to say that it's most inspired by artists like uh, Gorillaz. Injury Reserve, um, Brockhampton, like the saturation era of Brockhampton, because that's, that's what I was listening to when I wrote this music because that was like blowing up at the time. Um, and Tyler, the creator, they're, they're definitely, definitely the big ones who've, who've influenced me and I'm, I love those guys. So, yeah, really going for an experimental hip-hop sound. Just trying to do my best to make something that seems familiar but at the same time sounds fresh and there's not really anything else there that, out there that sounds like it. That's really, really what I'm going for. Something experimental but not too experimental that a lot of people will shy away from it. Mm. I mean, that makes, perf- that, makes per- that makes perfect sense. I mean, coming from you and the content you have, I mean, it perfectly describes you. It fits you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm 26, and I, I've realized that music and music-related things are really the only thing that I'm actually that I feel fulfilled to work on. You know, there's nothing else really that I care about. I, I have a, a decent job, but I don't give a fuck about it. Like, I don't want to be doing that job for the rest of my life, just working in an office. Like, that just. Yeah. I've, I never th- thought I would see myself working in an office because I'm just not that sort of person. But at the moment, I'm just slugging it out because it pays really well. And doing that job gives me the ability to, um, you know, have cash flow. And when it, when it comes down to like, oh, I need to pay someone to mix my song or like I need to pay for promotion, like it's just not a problem. I can just do it at the drop of a hat and I don't have to worry about money and that sort of stuff. So... Bit a bit of a compromise, a, a worthy compromise, honestly. If I if I weigh it up, mm. gotcha. And, and and I can and I and I saw that coming a while a, a while away. I mean, that response I saw it coming. I mean, you got a job at the office. I mean, mm. I mean, I mean, I saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I worked at uh, McDonald's. Like ages no. ago, that was that was my first job from from age fifteen to twenty one. I was working no. at McDonald's no. and just being a drug addict and like hating life and just like getting fucked up on the weekends because like I wasn't doing anything with my life and I like had nothing to live for basically. And then I was just like, nah, fuck it, music. Like music is what I want to do, and doing that makes me happy to be sober and I um you know I drink sometimes a little bit which is fine but I music music is what I live for uh-huh. and that that and making music videos and doing live videos for artists I've um I've been making music videos for almost 2 years now and I've done probably like 7 or 8 completely by myself and I've probably done an, another like 10 to 20, which I've worked on, but not solo projects, just helping out other people. Um, so I love doing that as well. I love the process of, I mostly love post-production, but I do a lot of filming as well. But I love just getting the raw footage going from just a file on a camera to like crafting this experience is is why I love and music music is very similar to that you know just getting getting bits and pieces of audio from here and there and crafting it into this 
and into this thing that can elicit emotion and and vibes and that's what i really like it's kind of kind of a crazy thing because it's it's just wiggly air but like it can make you like feel or think things mhm absolutely and coming from the mind of somebody that did over 100 episodes definitely wow <laughs> 100 episodes you've been you've been going hard <laughs> Well, well, yeah, I've been doing it since last year. I mean, mm, 100. For sure. Oh, yeah. But this is about you. It's about you. It's not about me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, time to switch it around a little bit. So that's amazing. I got a nice point of view from you, music-wise. Um, that's, really, that's, that's really amazing, actually. Um, and speaking of amazing... Instagram, your Instagram. First of all, Instagram looks amazing. I should follow you. I haven't yet, but I should. Um, <laughs> yes, you should. At Scott Bars. <laughs> and you actually have another one, actually. You have one um, called Southeast Sounds, um, which I was very intrigued to find that you tagged us there. Mm. I mean, like, I mean, like, what is Southeast Sounds anyway? So Southeast Sounds is the platform that I started a year ago, um, and that is where our show covers in Chrome and our podcast, the Southeast Sounds podcast. Uh, well, the show and the podcast is hosted on YouTube and Spotify Anchor, of course, um, but the Southeast Sounds Instagram is the primary platform where you can reach out to us, and we do... We do a lot of uh, promotion, mostly for local artists, and the the southeast refers to southeast Queensland, which is where I live. Um, southeast Queensland is pretty much like and just a general area of three cities in in the state of Queensland in Australia. Um, Brisbane, where I live, is the capital city, and that's that's where most of it happens, and then. We've got Gold Coast, which is like an hour and a half south of where we are. And then we've got Sunshine Coast, which is an hour and a half north of where we are. So um, you can, oh, I don't really know Canada too well, but if you, if you think of like Los Angeles and then you've, got, um, then you've got San Fran, which is north, and San Diego, which is south, it's kind of like that, but on a much smaller scale. So everything that happens on our platform is located in one of these three cities. And the, the whole idea behind it is to just give local artists like free promotion and <clears throat> give them free content that they can share. Um, so we'll post clips of the podcast and every, every Friday we do kind of like a, a local music countdown where I post a, sh a short clip of like um, our favorite new tracks that have come out that week from local artists. So it's it's really just a big hub for like music lovers from my area to um, to explore and discover new music. And the vast majority of these artists, they don't have record deals and they're really fresh. Like most of them have been in the scene for less than two years. And it's just an awesome way for uh, me to meet my peers and to connect people which are local. So if you if you're interested in discovering some underground Australian music, it's a it's a great place and we'll, we don't discriminate for genre or gender or sexuality or anything like that. Like everyone's welcome. The only thing that I'm interested in is like trying to find good music that hasn't been discovered yet because I want to you know these these are the people that are uh, that are going to be big in the next 10 years. So it's good to, it's good to get in early because you never know what's going to blow up. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. You better get it now before they get too famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of the reason I started this platform is just so that I can be in the know as an artist, because the most important thing, especially for emerging artists is to um, just network Network with the people who are around you. Like so many people are trying to trying to be the next Drake, or or like just trying to trying to connect with people who are so far above them in terms of popularity. And it's like no, like you gotta 
you got to start in your hometown and you got to find the people who are really good but are on a similar level to you and and connect with them and like help each other out because um like right now you might be no one but a, a few years from now working together um you know like all, all these massive people people who have blown up recently like Kid Leroy and stuff they were they had no one a couple of years ago like everyone's got to start somewhere and not everyone is going to be a superstar but knowing everyone will help you <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely Guys, it's almost like he it's it's almost like he stole he stole a clip from my playbook. Look at him stealing from my playbook. <laughs> I just uh I, I studied I studied music at uni, but I was like I dropped out because I was like, oh this is a waste of time. Oh. Like, I don't I don't wanna pay I don't need to pay to like learn how to play music. I need what I need to be doing is getting out there and networking with people. Um, connecting with people because um, that that's more valuable than like anything they'll teach you at uni. Like I already know how to write songs. I already know how to play in a band. It's not useful to me personally. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But it's great. Your platform's amazing, and I absolutely love what you're doing. You know, I mean, like, duh. That's like that's sort of like that's actually exactly what I'm doing. You know, At the same time I'm grabbing everybody, I'm promoting them, giving them a chance yeah. to be where where they don't. You know, the world doesn't accept them. You know, the artists I have, they're great. So a lot of them, though, the world does not accept. So I have to accept them into this mm. place so they can always call this place home. Honestly, well, the, the world just ain't ready for them. That's all. No, <laughs> they're just ahead of their time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, but I like that kind of crazy. And speaking of crazy, though, when are you going to kind of upgrade your podcast and do people from around the world? I mean, I'm doing people from around the world and you're doing a local Mm -hmm. one. Have you ever Mm -hmm. thought about, you know, doing people from around the world? I definitely thought about it. Um, The only really issue, the only issue I have with that is like personally, I'm not a fan of interviews that happen uh, online, which I understand is ironic given that I'm doing one right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just prefer to do it in person because it feels, obviously we can't, but it feels, there's no, there's no lag. There's no miscommunication due to online stuff. That is definitely something I want to branch out into though. So who knows next year I might, I might actually do that. Um, certainly help grow an audience outside of Southeast Queensland, which would, um, which would do a lot for myself and the artists that we have on here. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's really the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, it's when I started this platform a year ago, obviously I wanted to start local and I've kind of just fallen into a hole in the past 12 months of where the only music that I listen to is music from my state, um, which has been sick. Like I found a lot of great artists, but I've pretty much, pretty much stopped listening to international music outside of the artists that I was already following when I started it, um, which is fine. But I might, I might branch out next year and mm-hmm. try and find some uh, some interesting underground artists who are not from Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and though the reason why I did ask is because, but firstly, though, whether you're in person or virtual or not, you can't escape. You can't escape miscommunication. You can't escape miscommunication. Mm. You cannot skip mistakes. You know, no matter if it's virtual or in person, every yeah. like it's gonna you're gonna have mistakes. So you can't you know you can't get around miscommunication, nor can you get around rescheduling. You know, it's going to happen. And the same thing happened to me. You know. I, I constantly reschedule people that don't come here or I have people that don't respond or I have to change because of my, my schedule. Trust me in person is no different. In mm. person, is No different from a virtual, you know, only a little bit, but the concept though, it's always going to be the same. So I, uh, for me, it, it wouldn't even matter if I went in person and when it wouldn't matter to me. Very true. Very, very true. Yeah. 
I don't know. I guess uh I guess I was just starting with artists <laughs> that I know and look up to, but I need to I need to branch out and find yeah. find some big well, not even big, just like unknown artists from, oh, from other yeah. places. Um because I'm pretty much only focused on Australia at the moment and it would be would be dope to get some ears on on Scott Bars overseas, which is why I'm so stoked to be doing this. <laughs> mhm. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean you really should. And I guess another thing I was going to say, but I I can't say it now because you because it's going to sound bad, so I can't say it. I'm just going to just suffer down. It's going to be something revolving this show, but I don't I can't I, I don't know no, if I should say it. Say it. No, nah, just say it. Just say it. I'm I'm pretty open-minded. <laughs> okay. Since you did want to be like kind of open to everybody and kind of um upgraded to do it, I was really looking and seeing if maybe you wanted to do like you and I, but it, I'm just gonna just go into the next uh <laughs> next one. Um. Okay. But yeah, I was actually I was actually thinking about it. I mean, you should do international. I mean, there's artists around the world that need promotion. That's what I'm mm. for too. That's what I'm for. I'm on, I'm constantly on Instagram. I'm constantly on Instagram on Discord. I'm hitting up musicians that really you know need more promotion. And sometimes I even offer them you know opportunities. Which actually, are you part of a record label, by the way? Um, officially, no. I I say mm. I say that I'm that my music is distributed by Southeast Sounds. <laughs> um, that's what it says on paper, but we're not officially oh, a dude. record label. So at this point, no, I'm completely independent. Oh, is it something you want to do, or is it like whatever? So I've thought about it. There's I'm very very hesitant to sign to a label, but. Um, the the one thing that I really, really need help with from a record label is getting samples cleared. Um, I, I can't sample because I have no idea um, how to get in contact with, with these massive artists. Now, if a record label was to come along and say, we can organize getting the samples cleared for you, obviously you have to pay for them, that's fine. Um, that, that is something that I would actually consider. But I'm I'm very hesitant because I don't need them at this stage. But I'm open. I've I've got uh, I'm willing to listen to any offers, of course. Oh damn it! I wish you were open. I had I had one, but you know if you're not ready for it now, I'm not going to say it. Like I said, I'm open. I'm I'm willing. I'm I'm willing to listen to offers. You know, there's I'll, nothing wrong with asking. I'll tell you when you are serious about it. When you're serious about it, then I'll tell you. Okay. It makes sense to tell you now, and then later on, you know, the information is no longer valuable, so I'm just going to tell you when you're serious about it. All right, all right. Fair call, fair call. Well, how about uh, I'm releasing an EP next year in May. How about we mm-hmm. chat after that happens? We'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I'll have season three planning by that time, so that's good. Cool, cool. So, so you run a record label? Um, I don't run one. I'm a part of one, actually. And the mm-hmm. reason why I'm that is because they have they they ask me to do referrals. So every so often, somebody mm-hmm. will mention record label, and I'm like, "Hey, are you part of a record label?" Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll mm-hmm. ask that as part of referrals because they they are a really great record label, mm-hmm. and I just do referrals for them. I mean. I mean, they're not as big as Republic, but you know they're pretty mm. good for they're pretty good for a label. Are they uh, are they located in Canada? What's the name of the label? Uh, yes, they're in Canada. It's um, they're actually the people behind the concert. Actually, they're a mortal being. They are part of Ingematic Electronic Entertainment. They're the ones with me running the concert. Mm. Iron- ironic, right? Yeah, no, crazy. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely think about it. Um, but going back to sampling quickly, because I'm a I do hip hop. Obviously, sampling is a is a huge part of the music. There's so much music that I wish I could sample, but I just don't have uh, the permission to do so. 
So I'm announcing that if you want to sample any of my music coming out in the future, including my debut single, you can buy my track for $1 on Bandcamp. And if you buy that track for $1 on Bandcamp, show me proof of purchase. I will provide to you all of the individual stems and you'll have free reign to sample my music to your heart's content commercially. I don't want any music. Oh, sorry. I don't want any money from your sampling in terms of rights. I just think that sampling should be for everyone. Um, and I, I just put the $1 price tag on the song just to show that if you want this, if you want the stems, you're serious about it. You're not just going to steal them, you know? Um, but I think, I think sampling should be for everyone. And I understand why we don't have the right to just sample to our heart's content, but I, I wish we did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. It would save time and energy. Mm. Well, there's just so much thick, amazing music that um, I can't use. So when a lot of the time when I write songs, what I actually do is I'll start with a song that I really love and I'll remix that song and just start layering stuff on top of it. And at the end, I'll just pull the samples out so I'm not breaching copyright and replace it with something else, which is how I wrote a lot of my songs. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. Mm. It's kind of like all artists are inspired by things they hear, but I'm just taking that inspiration to like uh, a whole different level and just like, literally taking the song and then just making it into something completely different. Oh yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, like I said, uh, Who's Scott Bars literally started as a, as a Mac DeMarco song as one of his drum beats and I've just completely changed it and made it into something new. <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. Good to know that you're looking for samples. I know a lot of producers that actually sample. Yeah, it's just getting them cleared is the hard, hard part, especially when they're no, I mean, being I mean, started. Not, I mean, not really. I mean, it's with any business deal. You make sure to lay out the benefits. You lay out your clear, precise plan of action, your benefits, mm. and, you know, make it so they'll, um, and, you know, lay it out nicely so they'll be willingly um, enough. And that's the same thing with invites. You know, I slide mm. into DMs and I make it so, you know, you wouldn't be weirded by. I make, I make it so, you know, you'd be willing enough to, you know, come in. You know, it's the same mm. thing. Uh, it's not difficult at all. It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, you know, one point concept. If you think for me, for me, the hardest part is like, how do I even get in contact with someone like, Tyler, the creator's management. Like, where do you even begin? You can't just DM them because I probably get like a oh, thousand no, DMs no, a day. No. Oh, no. I would start small, actually. There is a lot of small producers that does sampling. What mm -hmm. I, you know, if I was you right now and I needed samples, I would go into their contact, probably on, if they don't have a website, but definitely on Instagram because everybody's on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I would email them and message them. I would do both because I don't know which one. Um, and then I would ask, you know, hello, how are you doing? You know, introduce as a friend. So I would start as a friend. Mm -hmm. Kind of think before I jump into anything. If I just jump into sampling, they're like, are you a bot? Are you a scam? Are you Bitcoin? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to think that. So I kind of go in. I'm going to kind of go in and just say, hello, how are you doing? Good to meet you. That's. And then um, once they kind of establish me as a okay person, they give the okay check. Um, then you kind of jump into introducing, you know, the concept idea they had. Like, hey, since you know, since you and I are cool, you know, I had this um, little idea that we could do, and they're like, I'm listening, and they're and you could mm, be like, mm. um, I would like to see if I could sample one of your songs, you know, um, and sample. And I'm like. Um, and two ways they could go like this. They could go like, yes, definitely. Or you could go like, I don't know, man. I mean, how could it benefit? And then you could jump in with benefits. Like, I could further promote your song. I could further promote yourself, you know. 
Um, mm-hmm. You can be remix it if you want. Um, and you could, and we, and you and I could do a lot of business together. And they're like, "Yep," you know, for sure, and, for sure. And yeah, that's that's how I would do it anyway. <laughs> Thanks for the tips. I'll uh, I'll have to try that one out next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, at at this stage for my debut EP, I'm producing and writing everything myself. Um, I want to branch out and work with producers, but I want to do that later just cause I want the, I want the first projects to be like unequivocally me. I want people to hear it and be like, he did that. You know, even if it's not the greatest sounding thing in the world, it's authentic and it's who I am. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I always know that you could do more than what you think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, to be honest, though, you know, just your music and your show, I mean, I feel like it could be bigger than what it is. You know, I don't know if it's just me or, you know, just someone else. But to me, I feel like it could be something big. That's why I, you know, I didn't just say um, about me involving with you you know kind of thing i didn't just mm. say that this to be random like i truly truly believe so and i always offer my hand to you i'm always like i'm there you know for support and to help you and that's why before also i mentioned reviews because you know you already mm. have a show and i was like why don't we just review people's music and you know um that was the kind of thing that i mentioned too i mean honestly though i really do feel that your show could be something, you know, and even your persona could be um, even, you know, bigger, you know. And I'd yeah. be willing to give a helping hand if you ever need that. I would very much appreciate that. Um, yeah, like I said, for the past year, any of all the audience that my show has, it's all local and it's all grown completely organically. Like I haven't spent a single cent on promotion for the show itself. Um, just because I, I wanted to see how far I could take it organically. Um, but having said that, I've hit of, I, I've sort of plateaued in terms of followers in the last few months, but I think that's because I, I haven't been uploading content as often because I wanted to focus on the Scott Bars stuff for the last few months. I haven't haven't had time to do both because I do work a full time job on top of that. So right mm-hmm. now I'm kind of just kind of just juggling both at the moment. I've got a lot of content for the show um, which I just haven't edited yet, but I've got I've got some some more stuff coming. I think next year when covers in Chrome comes back with fresh content, um, I will, I will do some paid promotion just to try and get it out there. Um, and I would love to work with you and, and do some cross promotion. You know, I can, I can be sharing your, your podcasts and, and whatnot on the platform as well to help out. Yeah. And of course, of course I'll be sharing this one. <laughs> oh yeah, Absolutely. And your name would be literally everywhere. I don't know if you put your show yet, but they have added new sites to put your show on, by the way. Oh, true. As in the podcast. Oh, yeah, because I... Because you need to get Pod News. You need to subscribe to Pod News. It's literally up-to-date podcast news. So I literally... That's how I heard about... That's literally how I heard about, um, you know, the sites. So I mm. officially... this. I'm, I mean, let me just let me just tell you ahead of time. Your show, um, this li- this little interview will literally be everywhere, not just not just Spotify, not just it would be on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. The show's mm. on iHeartRadio. You will be on iHeartRadio. Um, you'll be on you'll be on Samsung. You'll be on Amazon too. You'll be on Amazon. Gosh, you'll there's be- so so much. So much out there at the moment. How do you even keep up with everything? <laughs> well, you know, I train, you know, you know, mm. you know, you know, I've been doing this for a year and I've got no help. Honestly, my co-hosts, you know, they're gone now, you know, they're not around me. They're not like you. 
you know, mm. the co-hosts, they were like, you know, they were musicians, but they never did podcasting before. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I wish I had somebody like you to have, you know, here on the show with me, like all the time. But I know that's not possible. I know it's not. You're doing your own thing. I'm doing my own thing. But God, I, I wish I had time. Like, there's so many things that I want to do that I just don't have the time to do it. Like, I wish I could just quit my day job and just do this shit full time. <laughs> so that's, that's the goal I, eventually. Well, actually, well, have you like the, I like this virtual jobs, you know, but I don't think you want to do virtual jobs. I don't think you want to do that. I mean, I'd consider it if it paid well. <laughs> I've seen a lot of good. Um, I've seen a lot of good ones, especially though. And I feel like you could be with this one too, a tutor actually. I envision you as a tutor. You got a great voice one. Thank you, but I'm not. I'm not much of a teacher, to be honest. <laughs> you don't have to have. You don't have to have like like big one. I mean, mm. like like teaching would be nice. I mean, you got a lot of experience and passing knowledge to others is important. So keep that as an option. Keep that as an option. Um, mm. True. True. And I would keep virtual jobs as an option because if you can get a nice virtual job that pays well, by the way, use Indeed, um, and you find one. Yeah, Indeed. And Indeed.com. And in, and if you find one that pays well, then you could quit your day job. And if, and if it's virtual, that means you could be working on your show. You'd be working on music all the time. True. I would. I would love that. Just be working on music. That's what the hell are you waiting for? Go on Indeed and find one. True. True. I'll certainly look into that. It sounds very exciting. Yes, absolutely. And I'd be hoping to help you find some. Find, find some if you need it. I know a lot of jobs in Indeed that pays very well and has stipends too. So. Mm, you know, mm. Can I ask why did why did you guys decide to do the music festival over New Year's? Interesting choice. Um, I know it's it's weird, right? Um, so we started the concert series in August because we uh, we had to pick out times that people would be more willing to watch us. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, we had to pick times that people are going to, you know, watch. So mm. our last concert was was in October. And so uh, October thirty first, that was the Devil's Night thing. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Um, I've seen, I've seen a, a bit, some pieces of it. Yeah, I did have a little squiz. <laughs> oh yeah, now that was fun. Um, but Immortal Being was already planning. I was almost done, you know, putting all the videos in. He was like, "What's going to be the concert for next? For the next concert?" I'm like. Uh, can you calm down a sec? I'm just working on the on this one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and like he, like he wanted a concert to end the year with. So yeah. Um, he just, you know, we talked about it, and then our first idea was going to be Christmas, but I was like, that's a horrible idea. Christmas is a horrible idea. You know, the concert's not going to get a lot of revenue, and people are busy. You know, yeah. People are, um, people are hella busy. I'm busy during uh, during Christmas, you know. You, you know, even though I'm here, I'm seeing family. I'm flying, you know, yeah, places to see family and see my cousins open presents. I got to get my cousins' Christmas presents. I got to Christmas Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. That was a horrible yeah. idea. Yeah, but you know, then there was um, then there was a thought of doing New Year's because you know, and then that's where the Rise of the Phoenix thing also came because we didn't want to make a Christmas you know, theme concert because it's hard to write Christmas music. So I was like, why don't we just make, <laughs> I mean, why don't we just make a concert, you know, you know, ending the year and making a mark for next year, you know? So the theme kind of fit everybody, everybody, you know, if we make a Christmas concert and there's a rock song and people are going to be like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Plus the, I don't know, like I'm not a fan of Christmas music. <laughs> and not, it would be, it, I know, I know. It's the kind too. of thing where, like, no one's going to want to watch Christmas music, like, throughout the year. Whereas, like, yeah. if you do this if you do this, and someone misses it, they can just come back to it and watch it whenever. Yeah, that's the problem, too. The Christmas, 
one um, is like too Pacific. We need to get a concept idea that's like a very general one that people can, you know, because mm. Christmas also it's cliche because Mariah and Kelly both Mariah, Kel- Mariah Carey and Kelly Clarkson both have specials in December. So it seems like if we made one, it'd be cliche. You know, God. it'd be cliche. Yeah. It'd be cliche. And this whole month is Christmas too. They've been playing Mariah Carey since December 1st. They've been playing for me and it'd just be like cliche. Yeah, them, them, those people in Michael Bublé, they already have the, uh, oh, they yes. have the Monopoly. I, I forgot, music. I forgot Michael Bublé, I forgot, yeah, I forgot yeah. him. I, I, forgot him. C- I cannot stand Christmas music, personally. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what it's like where you live, I assume it's the same, but you go to the shops and they're just playing it 24-7 oh, for oh, a no, 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 no. Uh we are worse. We go crazy. People go crazy over Christmas. They stock up early. They stock up after Thanksgiving. Like during Thanksgiving, they stock up already for Christmas. And then December, they play Christmas mm. music on the radio. Like, when I know. Th- Thanksgiving is November, right? Yeah. So in Australia, um, we don't, majority of us don't celebrate Halloween, but Halloween has been getting bigger progressively every year in Australia. Um, so we'll see the Halloween uh, stock in the shops, obviously, for October. And then as soon as Halloween is over, as soon as it hits November, that's when the Christmas shit comes out. <laughs> it's crazy. I know, I know. But it's festive, you know. I'm not going to say I completely don't like it. I mean, I love, I, I like Christmas music. I'm mm. not going to say I'm in love with it, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's something that I like and it's festive and uh, people, they they like it. So I go along with it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Not really my thing, but I, I respect it. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. Absolutely. But yeah, The Rise of the Phoenix and it fits too. Like uh, it fits what mm. we're doing. And mm-hmm. it kind of lets us jump into the new year with confidence. And of course, we, of course, him and I, we have ideas for more concerts in 2022. Like we're planning mm. on a lot more of them. I'm already planning, like I'm already seeing what February and March and other months could look like. Mm. Well, definitely count me in. Um, yeah. Have you ever, have you ever considered? doing like a, a music video festival as opposed to a live festival um, um what, what do you mean on music video what is, what do you mean by music video so instead of instead of having artists do live performances just have a massive lineup of of music videos from um the, either they could be like exclusive unreleased music videos or they could be like music videos that a lot of people haven't heard of. Um, so we, we could all just sit down and just go through a massive list of music videos and like discover some cool shit. Oh, I'm, the thing is with that is that music videos sometimes they're not um, authentic. Like people like to mm. cover, like they like to cover with the live performance. Him and I, when we look at clips, like, you're going to be some, oh, no, when you already submitted, like, you're, like, for example, let's just say, for example, um, you made a music video, and you put mm. on a blue wig, and you're an alien in space, that's not, <laughs> that does not show you're real, and, yeah. you know, that does not show you're real, although, to oppose to a live performance, you know, a live one's like, you know, we want to see what this guy's got. That's the thing. We want to see what you got. Yeah, you know, we want to see yeah. what you offer to the table. You know, a music video. You can a music video. You can literally cover up your whole mouthful with shit, and people like it. True, you know, true. It's such a it's such a crafted, produced thing, and you're going mm-hmm. for the for the real stuff. Okay, yeah, I see where you're coming yeah. from, for sure. Yeah, we need real shit. We need we need we need realness, and we want to to feel like a concert. A concert, mm. you know, a music video is not a concert. It's just a video. A live performance, that's a concert. We want to have that feel of a concert because COVID, we can't all meet in one place. Honestly, though, I wish we could. I wish I could mm. just invite everybody to, like, a stadium and just perform like that, but we don't have that, unfortunately. This is the closest we could get. 
Hey, maybe next year, hey? We can make it happen. <laughs> oh, no. There's a new variant out there. No. There are I know. Still, there's, there's Omicron. There's a, a redefinition coming with fully vaccinated, apparently. And, and now, Man. apparently, more COVID cases now. So it's going to be a even, while. Don't even get me started. It's As of today, it's like come full circle in Australia because... We just we just got everyone double vaccinated. We're above eighty percent, but they're basically like, once you get vaccinated, uh, no masks, um, no restrictions. You can have as long as everyone's vaccinated. You can have as many people in a show as you want. No worries. And then literally as of today, they've said, nah, masks are back. So I'm just like, fucking. Oh my why? god! Seriously? Yeah. It's it's come full circle. Like it just seems like it's gonna be like this forever. We're not we're not in lockdown, which is mad. But yeah, it sucks. I know, I know, I know. But at least we're not locked down. At least we're not, you know. At least we don't have to quit our jobs and do all that. At least we're yeah. At least we're at least we're taking that. Though. I'm I'm really uh, grateful because my job can be done from home. So um. When it all started last year, I was my job is like super safe, so I'm very grateful to have a, have an income still, and to and to live in a place where we have such a great um, live music scene, and where we can still do it. So I'm I'm pretty stoked with that. Me too. Um, it feels good, you know. Um, it feels good. It feels good to be on mm. about. Mm. It feels. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the music because I don't, I don't want to talk about COVID. I'm exhausted with that. Um, I know, same. I'm exhausted. I've got uh, I've got a new single coming out in about three weeks, and it's called Patience. And you'll be able to catch that live at the Rise of the Phoenix Music Festival. It's the last song that I play to close the set off, and I'm super happy with it. It's uh, it's less of a gangster rap song and more of kind of like an indie rock song, like a funky, like Chili Peppers kind of vibe with a lot of rapping at the end. <laughs> so um, January 11th is when I'm aiming for the song to be released officially. It's still in the mixing stage, so I'm really hoping that my guy will get back to me this week so I can get it off to streaming services and get it out. Um, but yeah, very, very excited for that one. Awesome. We're excited too. And tell me about the content you make right now. It's going to be amazing. I already know. Mm, yeah. So, so my performance um, for, for the Rise of the Phoenix, it was filmed at a venue called Backdock Arts um, in Brisbane, about 10 minutes from where I live. And it was the, that was the very first performance of Scott Bars as a solo artist playing, playing my songs. So um, it's the very, very start of my career. So very exciting times. And I hope you all enjoy. Ah, <laughs> uh, we are going to enjoy. We are going to enjoy. And speaking of enjoying, um, we enjoyed your presence today. Thank you so much for being here with us. I I feel so much closer to you. Um, I feel so close because we're both kind of similar. And and hey, about the extending thing, you know, you know, do we really you really need to ha- make it happen? Whether you're gonna do it on your show or you and I, mm. you know, or your own separate show, you want me to join in? Like whatever the hell happens, you know. Um, I'm very happy to know I get to know you and so proud of how uh, everything that's happened so far. 100%. We have a lot in common and um, definitely be working with you again very soon in the future. So exciting times. Bring on 2022, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Um, and God, it's... And you're amazing. And and I cannot wait to see what the what the what these next few weeks and what the new year will look like for you. And I'm gonna open my hand, everybody. I just want you all to be in the first witnessing to actually offer my hand. Um, <laughs> I know, silly, right? 
Um, <laughs> and I want Scott to know that, you know, I'm open to all help and all of it because I love podcasting and I love friendship. So I'm offering my hand if you're into anything and if you need anything. So there, guys, there, you can't say that we don't know each other now. See? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, honestly. And I hope you have a great Friday night. I hope you have a great weekend. And I hope it's productive and you have a good time. Ah, uh, thanks. Thanks, of course, of course. And any last words for the fans? Anything last that you'd like to tell them? Uh, go stream Who's Scott Bars. Go follow me on Instagram, at Scott Bars. And... Hope you have a lovely, productive, happy 2022. Thanks again. Of course, of course. Everybody check out, everybody make sure to check out Scott Bars down below and the links provided for you. Um, lucky enough, you have a link tree, so make sure to check out that as well. Make sure to check out all the amazing stuff. And if you love him even more, make sure to catch him at the Rise of the Phoenix concert. It is free to watch. Tickets are live now. Get yours, and that's going to be a really great and productive 2022. Thank you all for joining us this evening. It's been great getting to watch you all. And if this comes out in 2022, have a great uh, new year. Happy holidays. And let's, let's make it a goal that 2022 is even bigger than this year. For sure. Thanks again. Much love. Of course, of course. And hey, guys. Hey. If you guys were ever wanting me and Scott, if you were wondering, then the possibility, I'm going to say it out there, is a possibility that we could be doing more future stuff together in and out. 100%. Let's make it happen. Yes, absolutely. All have, we're going to be in text later, probably. Um... And I'm down to do all of that. So just letting you all know that, you know, if I go on Instagram, if we have a new show together, or if we just do another thing together and I post it, you'll know why. So I'm giving you a fair warning right now. All right. All right. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, just text me the deeds. Will do. Will do. Yay. Anyway, I will catch you guys on the flip. Have a good evening. Peace out.